0: It is that magical time of the week, another journal entry from a fucked newbie trucker. This is the trials, trails, and tribulations of my career as a truck driver. Welcome to Trucking Life of a Trucker, who's a motherfucker of your mama's fat ass. Welcome to Trucking life of a trucker who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick. So please sit back and enjoy the podcast. It is just a snack and never gets old fast. Uh, Okay, just go reverse and reverse that fast. Okay, well... Holy cow. Welcome to another exciting episode of A Trucking Life of a Trucker who's a Motherfucker. Today is uh, December 17th, 2019. Ooh. Getting close to the end of the year. Christmas is right around the corner. And you're probably going to hear this after Christmas and New Year's because my dumb butt still has not made the... um, audio segment, um, the jingle, that I want to put for the feedback in the previous episode. So the previous episode has not even been published yet because I just want to insert that one little clip in there. And I've been busy and haven't had time how to do it. So somewhere around the lines, you all are going to get like double the episodes, double the pleasure, right up your fucking ass, and you're going to love it no matter how you take it. (laughs) So, uh, what's been going on this month, huh? It's, you know, besides all the jingle bells going on, which, believe it or not, that song is a Thanksgiving song. Uh, I didn't even know that. It's one of those things people were posting all over social media. And I'm like, really? Is, what kind of what bullshit is this, man? You know? As far as I knew, <clears throat> excuse me, Jingle Bells was a Christmas song not a Thanksgiving song but it actually is a Thanksgiving song well I guess that uh, kinda kind of makes sense I don't really know <laughs> oh so I've got a I got a pile of notes here that I need to discuss with you all and there's a hair on my microphone and I don't like it there let's see where do I start on my notes because um. I've got them all over the place. Um, oh, okay. Well, I guess to start off from where I last left off, my note says I scared off my partner. Now, if I haven't or have mentioned it before in the last episode, because um, we're local and we're in day cabs, I return to the terminal in the evening, and the next uh, the night shift driver takes over their truck, and then they drive it all night, and then they come back in the morning, and I grabbed the truck. Well, because I'm always running around Chicago, dealing with Chicago traffic, I'm I, I sometimes come in uh, I come in uh, pretty late in the evening, if you know what I mean. And I was, I think I scared her away. Yeah, or maybe it's just because I look funny and I was doing no-shave November, so I look like a, you know, a werewolf. But, yeah, I just, uh, it was after, was it after Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah, I guess. Okay, I see where these notes are. This is for them. Thanksgiving weekend after Thanksgiving. So I come back. I went to Thanksgiving. I took Thursday and Friday off. I decided to work Saturday to kind of make up a little bit for, you know, lost, uh, lost productivity there because, uh, I wasn't, uh, going to get the uh the uh miles and the pay and i'm like oh well i'll work saturday make a little extra money well i get there on saturday and i come into the truck and my partner stuff the truck is cleaned the fuck out there's nothing left in the truck and i'm like holy shit what the fuck did i do oh man did i fuck up or something um, long story short I did eventually figure out a week later that she went on the four o'clock shift and was no longer working on the seven o'clock shift so i was like oh, okay that explains it so now i have a new partner his name is chris christopher he, he's a cool dude um, pretty much just <laughs> trade trucks with the you know with these partners so it's not like a, it's not like a real co-worker type situation i mean we are co-workers but we don't work Together, you know what I mean. Not like a team operation or anything like that. So yeah, new partner. Um, I think I can. Uh, I think I can deal with that. I can deal with that. I guess. I guess my pen's not working. I want to cross that note out. Okay. But here, here's the kicker. On that Saturday, they were like, "We have some loads. We're helping FedEx out for the holidays. If you want to run up." go grab one of these FedEx loads up near Milwaukee and bring it to Elk Grove Village to get it unloaded. You know, you can do that, take two of those loads, and you can make some good miles for the day. As a matter of fact, it was going to make enough miles to cover more than I normally get for a week, because I usually don't get to explore uh, that that far mileage-wise. So I'm like, hell yeah, this this is going to work out great. So I get up there pick up my FedEx load, get down to Elgrove Village, and I'll pull up to the place. I'm a little spooked out. Lights are off. There's no cars in the parking lot. For a second there, I'm like, did they Did they send me to the wrong address? Where the fuck am I? What the fuck's going on, man? I'm locking the doors and shit because, you know... I'm worried about somebody fucking coming up in my truck and raping my fucking ass and taking my money, you know? Fucking scary shit, man. But, uh, so after sitting there contacting dispatch, making sure I'm in the right place, and they weren't even sure. But then you could walk inside, like this little cage area inside the building, and they had the logbook there where drivers signed. I could see where previous uh, rail drivers have signed in, and then there was this glass uh, glass window, where somebody would be in there to check you in and take your paperwork and all that fun stuff. Well, I could see the previous driver's paperwork sitting on the table. So I knew I was at the right place because the address on those papers sitting on the desk matched my papers. I could see the name of the company on the logbook. But somehow, you know, the office is just like, are you sure you're at the right place? Are you sure you're at the right place? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking positive, man. This is the right motherfucking place, god damn it. I mean, I didn't say it that way, but I knew I was. And then after a couple of hours, uh, another driver pulls up. He, he, he's thinking the same situation. What the hell? What's, what the hell is going on here? So we're trying to figure this out. We're calling dispatch. And they really, really want to confirm that we're in the right spot. You know, they're. Still kind of blaming us for, you know, not being at the right spot. No, this is the right spot. We, we, I even explained to them there's a logbook here that's, you know with the name of the company and the address on there. And inside the office, uh, through the window, <clears throat> we can see the paperwork. You know, it's exact same paperwork, except mine's just got a different, you know, weight and uh, other information on it. You know what I mean? And did that kind of stuff. Mm. Drinking a grape bagel. I love I, I just love grape sodas. I saw this in this store that I'm delivering to called Woodman's or something. And it was like forty-nine cents for a uh how many ounces in this? Bigger than a can. Twenty full ounces. Holy crap. You don't see soda that cheap anymore. Makes you wonder what's in it. Um But yeah. <clears throat> So finally, after we sit there for a while, a guy shows up there. We're like, hey, hey, we're here to get unloaded. <clears throat> Are you the guy that works here? He goes, oh, no, 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 this is weekend. Um, weekend, nobody, nobody work here. Nobody unloads you. Nobody unloads you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, here we go with dispatch. Another another round with the dispatch. You know. Oh, by the way, we just ran into this guy and he's not, he just told us they're closed on the weekends. They don't unload on weekends. And of course now dispatch is like, oh, oh crap. Uh, now what? So finally they came up with the decision, cut the seal, put the trailers back to the docks, drop them, bobtail, back to Gary Terminal, you can go home for the night, you know. And as we're doing that, another guy comes driving up in a, SUV, all oh, fucking pissed off. He's like, I can't believe I got called in for this shit. Man, you you get to that dock right now. I'm going to load you right now. I'm like, oh man, I was supposed to get this out of here. Okay, whatever, whatever. So now I'm going back to dispatch. Oh, guess what? Now we're getting unloaded. <laughs> eh. <laughs> uh, so finally get unloaded and I head back on him, Gary. I'm like, yeah, I'm bringing the empty now. <laughs> Ah, uh, I guess the uh, guy, he got woken up by by his company and was told to come to work to come and come load the trucks real quick because they, they didn't have any capability or way to move the trailers away from the dock. So they didn't want him sitting in the dock, so that's why they I mean. woke, uh, woke up one of their employees and he had to hop out of bed, probably having sex or something, and uh, ruined his evening. I feel sorry for the guy. Just because the hours were not communicated with dispatch. So yes, it was the FedEx fuck up. Oh yeah. Uh, and also, um, I uh, finally got a nice, nice little run. Uh, was it after? I think it was the day before Thanksgiving. Dang! All this, all my notes seem to be t- uh, focused on that date range. And, uh, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. And, uh, I go uh, up to Grand Grand Ripids, Grand Michigan. That's what I call it. That's my own way of calling it. So if you don't like it, go fuck yourself, okay? I don't give a flying fuck if I pronounce your name of yours, especially if it's your fucking town and I I pronounce it wrong. I'm sorry to insult your fucking ass, dude. I can't help it. It's like... It's like the fun. Damn it, I missed that fucking chest uh. But I go up to Grand Rapids and uh, deliver some snacks A truckload of fucking snacks And the guy comes out With uh, three boxes of these snacks And I'm like Oh no, I don't want to have to sit here And waste my time um, Reporting over shorts and damages And he's like, no, no, no It's a gift, you can keep it Happy Thanksgiving I was like, oh, that's really cool So I got some free snacks and some free eats. I can't complain that. And also that day, oh, my God, the wind was horrible. It was snowing. I'm like, am I going to make it back for Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. You know, it's got to be one of those uh, situations. I barely made it back to the terminal with minutes left on that clock, man. Oh, That's what it is. That's what it is. But we had a good Thanksgiving. Now that I've kind of told the whole story since I started this podcast backwards, it's kind of funny. I got little arrows here on my notes, pointing in different directions. Now I know what they mean, Uh, because when I wrote the notes, I wrote them backwards somehow, and then I tried to make the arrows so I told say say them in the right uh, right order, but I didn't. I ended up still doing it backwards. But oh well, it is what it is. It's kind of different now that I'm not doing this. um, on a daily basis, so I've got to come up with a better way of keeping my notes. Got to keep them from getting so confused. Next bullet point, four loads in a day. A day that actually went perfectly smooth. For the most part, I'm lucky if I can get two and maybe a third load in a day, I have been told by my fleet manager if things line up right, they have had a situations where they can do five. Now, five is going to be a hard challenge to reach, even just getting four. Like today, um, for example, I'm on my first load, and it is uh, 14.01. So the day is pretty much over. And that's a whole other situation that's also on my notes. That's why I'm kind of doing it, because i got the time to waste here to get caught up on uh, recording here for the podcast. But, yeah, I got four loads in one day, and it went butterly smooth. Uh, The live loads were really quick, and the rest of it was, uh, you know, dropping hooks. So it just smoothly went, and that's how I like it. I wish they all days were like that. You know, probably if you ended up on a situation where you can be like, dedicated on something where you went to the same place every day. Say, like, grab something from the terminal, go drop and hook at this place, then go um, pick up another drop and hook to bring back to the terminal. You know, with a good mileage and distance, so that's what you did every day, you know. By the time you do your first drop and hook, you take lunch, and then you head back to the terminal and end your day. That would be smooth, man. Now, that would make it enjoyable, although it would probably get pretty boring going uh, to the same place over and over and over and over. At least that's that's kind of surprising me. There are are repeats in this um, uh, local local job. However, there are places that I have gone back to multiple times in the week. And those places I've kind of got figured out. But still, in the midst of all that, I still have new places that i um, never been to before. Even uh, when I was OTR coming through the area. But I see why. I can see why. Because on Friday the 13th, this is the next big highlight of a trucking life of a trucker. Was it a bad luck day or was it a good luck day? Well... It depends on the driver's perception of the day that I had. I called this day the tight backing of hell and challenges, man. It was such a challenging day. I had so much fun. So much fun. I mean, the first place I get to, the backing... Oh, they had these dumpsters in the way. It was in Milwaukee. But first you went down this little teeny alley, and then you had to kind of dodge these um, these dumpsters to get into the dock, which the dock was inside of a building. So you got to watch your doors, watch your mirrors, make sure you're not hitting dumpsters. And it's at a 90... You're basically doing a 90 into the building because of the way these dumpsters are everywhere. So it really really, really challenged me. But after I got that load, I had to take it down to Elk Grove Village. Seems like that's a popular place I go to, huh? But in Elk Grove... See, there I go. I'm screwing up the name of somebody's beautiful little town. Elk Grove... Rape, rape. Uh, it, it, we'll call it Elk Rapin' Village. In Elk Rapin' Village... And say that and not laugh. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm losing it. What? <laughs> I've always dreamed of fucking an elk, dude. <laughs> uh, I've always wanted that nice little tender horn up my fucking ass. Oh man, I don't know where that just came from. That came out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> oh god, I'm a, I'm a sick, I'm a, I'm a sick, sadistic son of a bitch. Oh my God! I need a vape here. Mm. Mm. Still vaping. I've not touched a cigarette since what, August, August first. Yeah, I feel I feel kind of accomplished there. But anyways, back on topic. When I got to this uh, customer uh, to make my delivery, their doc. Was also inside of a building. However, it was a packed parking lot full of cars, with people and cars fucking everywhere. As again, I'm back in this baby in with barely centimeters to spare between my truck and another vehicle. As again, challenging myself, pushing myself, I'm like, yeah, I got this shit. I got it, man. Kind of. I was scared to fucking death, actually. But uh, that brings me to a, like, a, what I was trying to make a point across before. I can see why having at least six months' experience before doing the local position was needed, before doing local in Chicago, because there is a lot of tight backing, and you back multiple times a day. And um, and this these situations, if I would have done them when I was a newbie, they would have scared me shitless, man. They would have scared me shitless. Now to so the point, the stuff that used to scare me, I'm like, really? I thought that was that bad? Really? Not as bad as you thought now, was it? Not as bad as you thought. But to end off the Friday, the 13th, I got my last load to go back to the terminal. I'm just excited. Like, yeah, it's Friday. See if we can get out here early Because I was doing good that day It was 3 o'clock In the afternoon I'm like Ooh, one quick load maybe Hopefully head down to University Park or whatever And uh, and uh, head on back to the terminal No The pre-plan comes in And i got to go pick up a load In Chicago, Illinois i got to drive in on 94 And i got to get out of there on 94 And this is the only way, baby This is the only way And it's 3.30 on the clock. It's time. Your day is done. (laughs) Trust me, I needed a beer when I got home that that Friday night. Mm. The guy next to me decided to run his truck now. Really? I'm trying to fucking podcast here, motherfucker. God damn it. Well, I'm getting close to wrapping up what I wanted to say, which is now B-O-L hell. B-O-L hell. Yeah. So I'm sitting here. Oh, where the hell am I? <laughs> I am sitting here in Menomimi Menomimini. Me-mo-mi. How the fuck do you say that? me no mo falls Wisconsin doing a little grocery store drop here great grocery grocery store what's it called again it's called woodman's uh woodman's yeah they got me for about 30 bucks in there they sell sushi in there though i thought that was really fucking cool i got a grape soda i got me some turkey drumsticks awesome smoked alaskan salmon Oh, it was the Sushi 1149. That's what killed me there. Yep. Oh, yeah, and then I also got some um, habanero jack. You know, Wisconsin and the cheese, right? Yeah. Whatever. Okay, guy, what's your plan? Wintertime, everyone's getting cold. So I get here. It turns out the, the paperwork that was given to me on this relay back in Gary was not the right paperwork. I mean, it had all the information on it. The only thing it didn't say at the top was uh, it didn't say bill of lading. And now that I'm looking at this, I see what happened here. Their systems were down, so they didn't print it on their normal piece of paper. They printed it just on, a, on a, a regular white piece of paper because their paper, um, you know, because it has little boxes and other kind of stuff on it. And that's what says it's a bill of lading on it, right? So I get here to the customer. I show it to them and they're like, I need the bill of lading. I need the bill of lading. What they don't know is they're actually looking at it printed without their piece of paper because they got their own piece of paper with the boxes the information says the bill of lading on the top and you know when they print it it goes in the printer and the printer fills in um... all the uh... all the uh... what you gonna call it blank areas of that square kinda like how the old dot matrix printers worked you know it was a form but when it printed out, it printed it in the right squares and boxes and whatnot. Well, they, they didn't understand that. So I'm sitting here waiting about, it was only about two hours. It wasn't too bad. Matter of fact, that's what that message was about. It's like, are you good to go? I guess I should update and see. Maybe, because I'm still not getting unloaded right now. They're unloading the truck that was here before me because he had the same issue. But, uh... Yeah, so we had to wait and try to get the one that said um, straight bill of lading on it. You know, the one that was printed properly. But hey, it is what it is. (laughs) Ah, so there was that. So deal with it, man. Suck it up. And of course now, I could have been unloaded by now. They canceled my other pre-plan. I'm right now sitting in the dock Because the guy who was here before me, he's getting unloaded first. Then I'll get unloaded second. Yeah, and then I'll get out of here. But shit, there's uh, all my excitement that I've had recently. So if anything new and exciting comes up, I'll update you later. I hope you've enjoyed my weird rant. Next time, I'm going to make sure I put my notes in the right order so I'm not confused. Fuck, man. Fuck me, and fuck that. I just... We're coming into you on a live recording on December 20th, 2019. And I just got to make this journal entry while it's fresh on my mind because it was totally fucked, man. I couldn't believe this shit. You're, you're not even going to believe this shit. Okay. <clears throat> Where do I begin? <sighs> um, First of all, it was yesterday i'm over in fort wayne uh delivering no picking up well, i delivered a load and picking up a load but during that my fleet manager gives me a call says uh can you drive a manual yeah i can drive a manual this is one of those things is this some kind of loaded question yeah it is i wish i would have said no i can't drive them fucking <laughs> um uh, manuals man especially after what happened you know okay well cool beans all right, so tomorrow morning, you're going to be in this particular, you know, new truck, not you know, different truck, and away you go, right? All right, sounds good. Okay, whatever. So this morning, I get up, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, head over to the terminal and get my truck. First thing I notice, oh wow, it's a uh, it's a sleeper. Okay, cool. I guess you know something, you know, different. I guess that makes sense. It's a manual. Start walking up to the truck. And the mud flap on the passenger side is, uh, how do you say it, uh, ripped off, and then the metal part that holds the mud flap was wedged into the tire. Yeah. Okay, well, this is off to uh, a wonderful start, so now i got to check this thing into maintenance and get that fixed. Oh, and then as I'm walking around, oh, the tires are almost bald on the thing, on the On the tandems, on the rear axles. I'm like, what the hell, man? I mean, these things are about right... They they won't... They're they're so bald. They... (laughs) I can't can't believe this shit. I'm laughing about it now. but This morning, I was pissed. You're not even going to be able to drive this thing on fucking pavement, man. This is going to peel out on pavement. There's, There's no traction on these things. All right, all right. Come around. The sticker's on the tractor are faded ripped off okay well that's not good you need those you know they are kind of like permits in a way you know all right all right can't, can't be that but let's 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 get inside this truck and see what's going on so i open the door damn thing almost <laughs> falls oh my god oh my yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm like what the fuck? Fuck, is this some kind of fucking joke, man? What the hell? So the door's about ready to fall to the fucking ground. You know, it's how how that even got fast? I'm like, okay, okay, this is, this, this is, this uh, is, uh, this is, uh, <sighs> can't get any worse, right? <laughs> so I start hopping into the truck, and then one of the steps, the bottom one, it's got a loose bolt and is ready to slide off the fucking tractor, so I'm going <laughs> to fall on my fucking ass. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't even get into this fucking truck. Alright, alright, we're in the truck. I look around, and this truck is dirty, and it is trashed. We're talking empty trash and water bottles and things sticking to shit inside there. Um, Dust everywhere. I mean, there must have been like a quarter of an inch, I'm over-exaggerating of dust, but there was a lot of dust. You couldn't even see into the damn dashboard. I'm I'm afraid to grab the... uh, the steering wheel on this thing. <laughs> I'll get back to that, that's funny. Um, so it's 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 just trash. And I'm thinking, oh man, this thing's gonna need a clean job, right? Okay, well, go ahead and make my report. We're gonna continue our pre trip inspection, see what else is on at least the fluids were good. It had coolant and it had um all of its uh power steering and it also had oil yeah pretty good at least the uh, lights were working so i'm like well i better get this thing over to maintenance bay you know gotta at least get that mud flap and see what they want to do about these tires right all right so i get registered into maintenance and i start driving it over there dang uh Dang clutch is squeaking so loud as I'm trying to shift the gears. It's like, holy cow, man, that is so loud. That's going to get annoying real quick. And the little, there's like this flappage in the steering column. It just, it just, it's just falling apart. I lean back in the seat and the seat just falls back as far as it can go. It's just flopping around. I'm just flopping around in that truck. <laughs> and I'm basically limping this thing over to the uh, the maintenance bay I know uh, I wasn't expecting at this point I'm like they're not going to be able to fix this today and then the, the guy the maintenance guy comes out and looks at it and he's like what is this is this some kind of joke what did you do to this truck I'm like I didn't do anything to this truck I, they just swapped me trucks today and this is what I got this morning you know and he's like oh man they should have had this all fixed up and ready to go before they had it sent out you know I'm thinking, yeah, I know. What the heck is going on here? This is crazy. He's like, well, well, we'll bring it up to the front. You have the chicken, Because you're not driving that thing today. I'm like, no. I mean, I pretty much told him, hey, man, you need to just take this fucking truck to the, you know, fucking junkyard, man. I felt so insulted this morning. It really was not the way I wanted to start my fucking day. By uh, saying, going from an, uh, a tour. Uh, yeah, 2019, new international with uh, barely uh, 25,000 miles on it, better features and everything. To, I don't know what year this was, a junkyard truck. It's just, it just like, holy fuck, man, I never felt so insulted, you know? <sighs> Is this how we, uh, how we treat employees? You know, like I said, was this some kind of fucking joke there, were falling? Unless nobody knew and uh, people have been driving around in this fucking thing. Very well could have been. I mean, there was a workflow on the computer, so somebody was driving this thing. You know, the previous driver before me totally fucked that truck. Oh man, I, I just still that blows my mind. <laughs> it's funny now that I'm laughing. So they gave me a loaner for the day, similar truck to what I was driving, and it's like, yeah, I don't think I want to want to deal with that thing. Fuck. And then now. I've been sitting here at the customer, I was supposed to pick up a load here and take it to Fort Wayne today. Well, it's uh 1222 and I started my day at 6.30 this morning. So I'm not making it to Fort Wayne today. Matter of fact, I'm still sitting here at the dock waiting to get loaded. And so I just go in there to check. Say, okay, what's going on? Did you forget about me? What's going on? Well, your load is not even here yet. We're waiting for another truck to come to load you we're gonna you know when that truck gets here he's gonna he's gonna go to the dock right next to you and we're just gonna move it from his truck to yours oh okay well that's nice how long is that gonna be I don't know when he gets here oh cool so now I'm just, I am just, guess I'm gonna be relaying this load off into Gary so this might be the only fucking load I get today You know, a whopping 30 fucking miles today I sit at the dock oh maybe this is our truck maybe this is our truck this uh, truck just pulled in here this better be the son of a bitch Ah. <sighs> okay i feel better i needed to vent i needed to talk about that because it was live i wanted to do it while was fresh in my mind and while you know it doesn't just take a note on it and deal with it later but yeah there was something to talk about there fuck man try to get me a drive a truck that just, just needs to be driven straight to the fucking junkyard fuck you It is time for Trucking Life of a Trucker breaking news with your reporter Anthrit Oniravato live on the scene. All right, what what, what can I what kind of news can I come up with for an episode that's way overdue? That's not really uh, recent news, but just some bizarre news. Well, going around around Facebook, is this post from WBFF. Um, uh, what does that stand for? Um, uh, stand for Wife uh, wife, Butt Fest Fuck. Fox 45. And this video says... Uh, let's go ahead and kind of watch again here. And it basically... A driver starts going the wrong way on an off-ramp, driving down it. I guess he realized he, uh, that wasn't his exit. But he makes the uh, maneuver after traffic clears. He go ahead and makes a left turn and uh, hops right back onto that traffic. Now, this video is from the UK, so you know they already drive on the wrong side of the road over there. And he uh, safely... Uh, moves into the shoulder and gets in the lane and moves on down the road now says here the driver of a tractor trailer is in jail i mean they jailed this motherfucker for six months and can't drive for 15 months after trying to make what could be the craziest illegal u-tune ever in the united kingdom i mean in the uk this is Big news, big fucking news. I mean, they got to put this motherfucker in jail. Now, of course, a lot of people in the comments are like, "Well, uh, he made the maneuver; he did it perfectly fine," uh, you know. But uh, everyone's uh, I think like, six months in jail, though—is that—is that a little extreme uh, for for a traffic violation? Uh, nobody got harmed; he made the maneuver safe." And I don't know. To me, okay, a license suspension, okay. That's that's definitely a warranted decision. Jail time? Now, if if something actually happened there where somebody got hurt, yeah, jail the motherfucker. But I don't see this any more than just, you know, a regular run in the mill traffic violation situation. Traffic violation situation. <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, I think they were <clears throat> a little harsh on this guy. I mean, he's locked up, getting butt fucked by the prison, you know, his, his cellmate, just because he made a U-turn, an illegal U-turn. That's some serious shit in the UK. Now, in America, they probably would have just bind you, unless a more serious accident happened with the situation, right? Well, that's the way it is in the UK. You make a U turn off and on, off and off, off and on, (laughs) off, off of an off ramp, you're going to jail for six months. You're going to go to jail and you're going to get butt fucked. It's time to regret. As yeah it's time to rick rail someone of fucking as yeah because i'm lazy <laughs> and this episode's way overdue someone's gonna get a light rick railing here and I figured i uh, kind of randomly browse into the group. And I'm going to pick on Mr. Eric Bismere. I think that's how you say your name. He's usually with these uh, uh, Rick Railings. I never say these people's names right. And that's probably a good thing. Now, why am I getting on him? Because this motherfucker decided to ruin a pair of jeans. A perfectly good pair of jeans. Now, where I come from, that's a sin. Uh, you get burned at the stake for ruining jeans. You go ahead and hear posts in the group. Well, I ruined a pair of jeans today. I was feeling I had a quick trip off of Minnesota, 52, exit 60. And when I go to pull the damn nozzle out of the driver's side tank, it decided it wanted to drip a lot, and the wind made it splatter all over my left leg. Down one pair of if jeans, I think he meant to say of, but not if. So he gets a he gets a Rick railing point for uh, misspelling and not uh, pre-reading his post. Um, only a newbie of Facebook would do that. But uh, I guess I got to stop being lazy on my own time. And S N D gets more i L. I'm not sure what that that means. <clears throat> said R.I.P. I mean, I guess you can wash the pants and it'd be perfectly fine, but uh, what you should have done is after that happened, uh, step away from the fuel island first, like, I don't know, go to the middle of the street and then take a lighter or a match to your pants and see if it flames up. If it does, you run around the street like a mad fucking man and make the front page news. That's what I would be doing. Of course, uh, Mr. Derek here decides to replace. I'm going to go on a limb here, but uh, I have a 99.99 feeling you drive van or reefer, lol. Uh, Let's see how he replies. (coughs) Let's see. He says, Reefer, brr, what's that got to do with anything? Fucking wind like the fuck my smell like diesel fuel now. Cause diesel, and he replies back to him. Because diesel fuel would be the cleanest stain on your, <laughs> on my coveralls. I'm pretty sure I'm still finding oil in my hair when I shower from three weeks ago. Okay, well, that's just, just weird. Yeah, yeah, and he's going on about the smell of it. Yeah, when you get the diesel on there, that stuff stinks for a while. And it's best to go wash them. Pro tip at a laundry mat after a recent experience. Don't use your personal washing machine or a family member's washing machine because everything after that for the next few loads is, is going to smell like diesel fuel. Oops. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. Uh he says, "I'm not sure. Yeah, that's a good point. How does how does what you're what you're driving, if you're a reefer or drive van, have anything to do if you spill spill fuel everywhere? I guess make sure the pump's off. I usually what I like to do, and here's a little pro tip for you: is drip your dick as you're pulling out. Drip it off a little bit. Don't just go spray sharding that shit everywhere, and that's uh that's how you end up getting this shit on your fucking pants. So." I've just got to say, you're getting rick-railed because you weren't paying the fucking attention and didn't drip your dick before pulling out, okay? Otherwise, you wouldn't have ruined or, or could have damaged, or you did, or maybe not, ruined a perfectly good pair of jeans. Now you got to actually set them on fire. It's the only way to clean diesel fuel is to light it on fire in the middle of the street. Can you do that for me? Okay, cool. So there you go. Mr. Eric you, sir, have been Rick railed. You know what? I've decided fuck local. Fuck this. I want to go back to OTR. Well, that's not completely the story here. There's a lot more to this story that you need to know. Uh, just... Beginning of uh, January, about the first week of January it was, I uh, was living the dream, doing the local work, and then out of nowhere, I go home on a Friday night. And it turns out my wife has a stalking coworker. Now, he's one of these guys, you know, he, he's been to the pen a few times. She didn't even know what for, which I thought was kind of kind of weird, you know. Talked to this guy at work, he never told you why he was in the prison, but somehow now he's stalking you. I gave him a call on the phone and be like, "Hey, you know, you need to back off my bitch, motherfucker." Well, anyways. Weekend uh, went fine. We had a good time. Achieved uh, a lot of chores, got some laundry done, you know, and cleaned up the RV and all that fun jazz. Everything was just just well and dandy. Then I go to work on Monday. Oh, the day went by fine, just 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 peachy. And I'm just ending my shift, getting ready to switch over into my car to head home for the night. And all of a sudden, I get the call, <clears throat> basically telling me, "I'm outside your window." Look outside, motherfucker. I'm like, what the fuck, man? So, I'm freaking out. I'm worried. I call my wife. I'm like, are you okay? Is everything all right over there? Because I wasn't home. Obviously, they must have thought I was home because uh, one of our our van was still in the the, uh, driveway, you know. I was like, uh, yeah, everything's cool. And I told her what happened about her little stalker friend and... um, She's like, oh, boy, I don't feel safe. And she's like, I'm going to turn off all the lights, and I'm going to hide and all this and whatnot. So I I get there, check out the area. Of course, I got there about almost an hour later. And uh, so obviously gone at that point. And I get another call. Somebody just, I don't know, someone else is like, hey, faggot, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm a faggot. You want to play? And he hung up on me. And then uh, he calls back. He's like, why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad? I was like, holy shit, man, what the fuck, you know? So finally I get home and I talk to my wife. And at that point she told me she didn't feel safe anymore. She didn't want me to go into work tomorrow morning. Because she didn't feel safe, you know, being there alone with this crazy stalker uh co worker of hers. <clears throat> now we could've, you know, got a restraining order gone on down the line and whatnot. But then she was like, I don't even want to go to work now. I'm like, Well, let me just go ahead and go ahead and quit, you know, that makes you feel better. Okay, I'll do that. And then that's when I, I realized, this, Oh yeah, I live. We live in an RV. You don't like your neighbors. Don't like the area you're in. Guess what? It's not like you're under a lease living in an apartment. You can just get up and go. Get the fuck out of that situation and go somewhere else, right? <clears throat> so then the conversation came up. And said, you know, originally a while back, you were. Uh, we were planning on putting the RV in storage, anyways, and you can come over the road with me it's like yeah then didn't, didn't have to worry about you know being home on time or you know dealing with uh me being gone and missing me and i'm missing you and the puppers so it's like okay i will go ahead and uh call call in so i called into my dispatch You about three hours before work because we didn't get any sleep that night whatsoever because we were all freaked out, you know. You just uh, so I'm not even in a condition to really be driving a commercial music music driving a commercial music vehicle (laughs) with very (coughs) with very little to no sleep, right? So I'm like, all right, so I called in, called off for the day. I said, I'll update them later on my status and what's going on. I let them know what's going on. And we packed up, unhooked the RV, hitched that baby up to the van, and we hightailed it uh, back back to her, her parents' place. And then once we got there, I let them... <laughs> These guys are fucking each other out here that's funny the driver in this truck next to me he's like fuck you I thought he was talking to me and he was actually talking to the guy who's putting the lock on my airlines (laughs) that's funny I'm like what the fuck is the situation about to go down live here okay Hmm. I have no coffee left dang it do you have any water my throat's a little dry talking makes my throat dry so (laughs) <laughs> I went back and completed the rest of my week on local and they put me to start on regional again starting uh starting on a Monday morning, which was all good and dandy, right <laughs> Oh fuck you too that's funny okay and uh during that last week kind of made me. It was last, it was, yeah, three, yeah, because this happened on Tuesday when we moved. And now Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Kind of was like, you know, the last nail in the coffin. Is like, okay, you know what? I, I can deal without this local stuff. I guess you can say, here's the cons and pro kind of a thing. I always get confused which one's the pros and which one's the cons, right? But anyways, the good thing about the local, of course, being home every day, being with family, being in that situation, it had a it had higher pay than the regional, so doing this, taking a taking a bit of a pay cut. Uh, the thing I dislike, Chicago. Yep. Uh, you know, <clears throat> driving as a local driver in Chicago, <clears throat> you got to be mental. You've got to be crazy. You got to be able to have very, very, very um, strong nerves because it probably will wear you down. So not going to miss the traffic, the people, the drivers of Chicago. Thank fucking God. And here's some situations that happened in the last three days. So I'm getting off of uh, 290 to go to my consignee to go deliver a load. Now, it's a place I've been to before, but however, this is midday. And when you get off at this exit, you get off on the left side. So first of all, you've got to struggle to get over two more lanes to get to this exit so you can get off at this exit. Then you get off at this exit. And the way this exit works is it turns into two lanes as you go up it. Now, where it turns into two lanes at the intersection, of course, one lane goes left and one lane goes right. I'm made to make a right. And already, this right turn is a bitch. So which means I've got to kind of take a little bit more room than I need, right? Now, here's the fucked part about this intersection. When the light goes green, it's it just arrows, right? But it does it for both sides, because there's another, um, you know, the eastbound ramp also comes up to the same point which is a weird, weird design. But it gives both sides a green arrow. So I'm trying to make my right turn, and I got cars flying at me, making their left and right from the other side. I'm thinking, how the heck am I going to make this turn? So I just kind of slowly, you know, slowly creep out there. I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to get my chance until the light turns yellow and, you know, traffic on that other side. Coming towards me is done turning because I can't turn and take up both because you know the, <clears throat> there's two lanes into the two lanes on my you know my right where I'm going to turn and I need to use both both lanes to complete my turn, even a little bit of the uh, the middle section there. Of course, it goes of course in Chicago they still go after that light you know already the arrow's red, and as soon as that arrow turned red, the traffic of course that's you know on the other you know going. I guess you would say southbound, you know, the lane that they, that I'm trying to turn into, their light course turns green. And I'm trying to complete this turn, and it's tight, and I'm taking her slow and, and steady, and all of a sudden I hear honking and honking and people screaming at me and cussing at me. I'm like, holy shit, let me try to finish this turn. And And part of it is because I hear the honking. I'm stopping. You know, I'm like, shit, I'm looking around like, holy fuck, am I hitting somebody? What the fuck's going on? You know? And so I start going, okay, no, everything's fine. Start going, they start honking again, and it's freaking me out. I'm stopping, and it's not helping the fucking situation. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get the fucking turn. To I'm just like, fuck it, just just go. Hopefully hopefully, there's nobody in the way, you know, just fuck it, just go. Get the turn done, get the fuck down the road, you know? So, yeah, so yeah, after dealing with that, all stressed out. People cussing it. they don't understand the situation. Well, you know, they're not a professional driver. They don't understand, you know, I'm trying to make that turn safe. Uh, best design for that type of exit is to have each side make their turns at a time for a truck. But, you know, like I said, Chicago is not really well designed for trucks. You know, um, if you're a Class B box truck driver, perfectly fine, perfectly fine. Then I go ahead and make this delivery, you know, drop it, pick up my empty. Now I've got to head back to the terminal and get my load. Well, let's uh, let's get back on the interstate, right? Let's get back on the interstate. And uh, my pin just dropped. just got a bunch of dirt in it. Okay. So I'm getting out of there. And to get out of there, the, the way this whole area is set up, I actually have to get on the interstate on 290 at a completely different—you know—it's like a few blocks down. It's not the same way I come in because there's, the right turns are just too tight. And if I go the other direction, it's all left turns, and there, there's plenty of space. So I'm going that way, and it doesn't really work to go in the other way. I'm—you know—I've been trying to find an easy way to get to this particular customer. I have my exit strategy down, but the entrance sucks. <laughs> Because uh, it doesn't no matter you got you got a tight right turn no matter how you approach this bad boy unless you probably get off the interstate um, back on you know where Cicero Avenue is back on ninety four and just take Cicero all the way down <laughs> it's it's a it's a mess okay so I need to I need to turn off the street I'm on and get onto Cicero Avenue so I can get back on the interstate well I stop at this light and of course. It's one of those lights. That at least gives me a green arrow for turning left because I'm turning left. Well, to my left, I noticed. Of course, it's green. I can go. There are two people crossing the street illegally, you know, mind you, because they don't. They got the red hand. They don't got the uh, the go. But they're crossing the street. They're pedestrians, right? So the driver behind me just starts laying on his. Air horn, like a fucking asshole. Now, does he not realize why I'm stopped there? You know, I know I got the green arrow, but there's pedestrians in the fucking crosswalk, you dumb fuck. Makes you wonder, if if I wasn't there and he was there, would he have gone? Probably Chicago and just cut them off in the, (laughs) the crosswalk. Maybe that's what he wanted me to do. But I'm not doing that. There's fucking people there, you know. I don't care if they're crossing the illegally, I'm not going to go and fucking put someone's fucking life in danger. Even though they, they kind of look like fucking crackheads anyways, and I'm probably doing the world a favor. Oh man, where the fuck am I going with this? I sound like a fucking asshole, but hey, I did the right thing. I'm doing my my, my my correct thing as a professional driver, making sure I do not hit these pedestrians. So the fucker behind me with your air horn, fuck you, just wait yeah I just it just 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 blows my mind blows my fucking mind and then uh for the last day, I decided, hey, you know what? let's violate the clock by five fucking minutes by making a newbie mistake. So I'm trying to pull in to where I'm trying to go so I can end my day, right? So what do I do? I make the newbie mistake of turning down the wrong street. Now I had perfectly just enough time to get back on my clock. I was down to 5 minutes. But because I missed my turn, I now have to drive around the block <laughs> and end up taking 10 minutes doing so in the process. Cuz if I if you make it to the yard, you know, you can just go and uh, go and on duty. And everything just would have been dandy, but nope, I decided to uh, violate that bad boy, not deliberately, but just because yeah, I was just excited to be done, be out of there, get the fuck out of Chicago <laughs> so that way next week get my get my uh, my next truck and get over to the road with my wife and my poppers. but it cost me some time cost me some time. So yeah, I guess uh, bittersweet. However, it did give me the experience I need for the future. Of course, I'm already recording this in the future, so... A good lesson there. Oh, wow. it did 8.22 mpg last night or yesterday. Damn, I did good. And 577 miles, man, that's, that's, that's a good mileage yesterday. This week's really good that I'm on right now, but that's beside the point. <sighs> so, yeah, now I'm not going to be very intimidated with the the Chicago loads anymore. You know, the shippers and the receivers, because I've pretty much done most of them. And it's like now, um, now that I'm regional, I'm getting those loads you know, into Chicago, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've been there before. I know how to get in there, so I kind of know what I'm dealing with. If anything, it was really, really good for my experience and confidence level for dealing with areas like that. Um, so yeah, that uh, that was probably that's probably the best thing that's come out of this whole oddball scenario. So now back on regional, back on OTR. And it's just me, my bitch, and my dog. <laughs> I said that wrong. I was going to have a punchline to that. <laughs> I did it wrong. What I meant to say and have a punchline to it. I totally fucked that up and said what I wanted to say. <laughs> I meant to say, it's me, my bitch, and my wife. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Oh. Good thing she's not here at the moment. (laughs) I'd be getting my ass chewed out. And and she doesn't listen to podcasts, so I'm perfectly safe. Perfectly safe. (laughs) I can't believe it. I screwed up my own joke. Um, I know know this podcast is full of really, really bad jokes, but when you got a bad joke and you always screw it up. Oh, my goodness. Well, so there. So there you have it. Also, um, kind of what I'm doing when I put this pod, uh, this episode out, I'm also, at the same time, releasing a YouTube video on my vlog channel, which is youtube.com forward slash anthrit. Uh, it's my newest upload. It's going to be called Trucking Life of a Trucker, the vlog, the movie. I don't know what I'm going to give the end title, but maybe I'll just call it The Vlog, just to be kind of cool with it. And it's kind of like footage from the start of when my my wife started coming out with me, and some past clips that I've taken with my vlog camera in the past year. I figured, you know, it was way overdue. It's almost a 35 minute vlog, so if that's that's your thing, go to YouTube, go to my YouTube channel, and check it out. Um, I will put the link also in the uh, show notes. I'll probably do that vice versa so people on YouTube who don't even know about this podcast can also check out this podcast and kind of get an update of what's been going on for the last year because everyone's like, what the hell? I'm also going to try to get these out more frequently. I kind of, with the local, I I got a bit out of the loop because I got comfortable at the end of the day, you know. And now that I'm back in the truck... It's going to give me something to do at the end of the day. Because I, I miss doing this little journal in it. And I think uh, the way it was going uh, with the local, it was kind of turning into like a normal job. It was pretty much the same thing day in, day out. Not really too many new experience. I've already got some notes here. I mean, it probably won't be like a weekly journal like I did before. I'm definitely uh, kind of saving up notes here to uh, to uh, you know put into an episode. Unless I have a really interesting day. I mean, for example, like, what happened to me this morning? Oh, it's going to be the title of the next episode. And I guess, I guess there's a first for everything. But all I'm going to say, level two, that's all I'm going to say. Keep your mind wondering on that one. How did that happen, and how did I get one? <laughs> okay. Sweet beans. I'm trying to think if there's any other notes I wanted to talk about other than check out the vlog. Back on OTR. Fuck that local shit. Doing it for the wife. And now that, you know, that's what one thing I'm going to really enjoy about now OTR. Because like I said, I don't have to worry, worry about, oh, I want to be home. I want to be home. RV's in storage. So I don't have to worry about taking care of that. Wife and the puppers are with me, so there's no you know desire to have to be home and want to be home. It's like got my family with me, and she's enjoying it. Um, if she feels comfortable about it, because she's not very comfortable about even being in my YouTube videos. But if I maybe if audio, maybe it'd be kind of fun to uh, have her you know talk to her and interview her um, about the whole whole lifestyle, how she views it. As a truck driver's wife in the truck, and I might interview the uh, the bitch too as well, and see what uh, they have to say. Even though it'll just be a bunch of growls and barks, whatever. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll interview the pup and give you some uh, input on from the pup because I think I think the pup's opinion matters more than anybody's, right? Right. Okay, so I think I'm done here. I'm going to get this uh, podcast uploaded because it's way behind and get the video uploaded. I need to find some Wi-Fi. Hmm, i got to make sure the truck stop I stay at tonight has some Wi-Fi. So try not to do a rest area, unless it's one of those rest areas that's got Wi-Fi. Yeah, got to find some Wi-Fi. That's my mission. So I can get this up, up there today. Believe it or not, you want to know what today is? Uh, February 25th I'm a little behind but I'm catching up and I'm back baby I'm back on the road motherfucker I'm a trucking motherfucker fuck yeah this has been Anthony from Anthware, and from this time and every time on folks keep on clicking on my butt fuck truck in your ass Ending this trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker of your mama's fat ass Ending this trucking life of a trucker Who's a motherfucker with a big fat ass dick Glad you listened and enjoy the podcast It is just a snack and never gets old fast Thank you all for listening this week Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app Follow me on Twitter at Anthrit, Instagram at anthritonirovato, www.anthrit.com. Send an email to anthrit at anthware.com or leave a voicemail on anchor.fm forward slash anthrit. Remember, from this time and every time on, keep on clicking on my fuck truck. This is Anthony from Antware, signing off.